nice part about these stories is that you know most people out there can relate to this, and if you can't, um, even better for you because you can see that you know we're still healthy after all these things. So you, you can, if you, if you do the right things, yep. you can survive all these. So my next one, um, uh, last kind of ailment, and then we'll all end on a really funny one. This one is somewhat funny. So I went to China with my uh, brother and mom. Uh, the end of 2019. So the funny part was, of course, when I started showing symptoms, everyone's like, you've got COVID. I'm like, I don't have COVID. Like, it's not, none of the symptoms I have are COVID. So anyways, I was in China. Wasn't that before COVID, though? So I, I was actually in, right time. outside Wuhan. So, it, I mean, it, it, it does <laughs> coincide. Because basically, wow. I guess the first cases in China were in September. I got it in uh, November, basically. Oh, so, wow, that's right. It's, okay. not, it's not COVID. They all know right. that. I've been tested. Like, it's not COVID. Okay. So. Okay. That's the good news. That's good. However, I was having the time of my life. We're on the Yangtze River, just we're on this cruise going up and we get off the boat and in the morning I just had these hiccups and like, not like hiccups, like, you know, like, like a hiccup. I mean, so bad. It was like, like I could barely breathe and it went on for hours. Like it wasn't, and I kept vomiting. It was just horrible. I won't go into all these Ugh. details. So anyways, about four hours later, we're on the bus going to Chengdu, which is where the pandas are. And everyone looks around at me and like, dude, you're, you're, you're already white, but you're like translucent and you look like you're going to die. And I'm like, I can't, I can barely breathe. I'm vomiting everywhere. Like I, I hadn't eaten anything for over 17 hours at that point in time. And I was just, I couldn't keep anything down. So I got hospitalized in, uh, I don't remember the name of the city, but I think it was Zengdu or something like that. And I will tell you right now, thank God for Western medicine because <laughs> the people's Republic uh, medical system is, is atrocious and I and I'm sorry that you have to experience it over there and anyone who tells me in China it's fantastic I can tell you firsthand I've experienced it please come to the United States and then we can compare however <laughs> so I go in there and they kept saying well it's just because you're drunk I'm like I don't even drink like, <laughs> all right you're an American you're drunk <laughs> all right so anyways we were there for like five Stereotype. hours and they wouldn't even give me in an IV I, I'm literally just like I, I can you know I, I I can't even stand basically I'm so exhausted so then they finally give me an IV, and the worst part about it is they don't tell you what's in the IV. It's all in Chinese. None of us speak Chinese. Our guide that we're with, we went with um, National Geographic, so she stayed with us the whole time. She was fantastic. I wish I could remember her name. I'd give her a shout-out here. But anyways, uh, I made it through that whole ordeal, woke up the next morning, and started my recovery. The recovery for that has taken me uh, – I ended up getting some kind of horrible stomach thing and everything else, but now I'm on the, on the, on the mend and recovery, and honestly, I can – I can vouch for everything because medical science uh, basically says I should not be where I'm at right now. It's all because of diet and, and health and, and really focusing on what really matters and not listening to other people that say like, oh, you know, this is what it is and this is all you can do for it. In today's world, it's not just Western medicine because I will tell you the good news is that there's a lot of Eastern medicine, especially in terms of herbs and things like that, that they've done for yep. years that oh, yeah. are really work. And so please don't take just a single diagnosis as the diagnosis. You can do multiple things. There are multiple opportunities. Uh, I'm living proof of that. And uh, I'll just say that that was a harrowing adventure and not only, you know, with COVID last year, but I was still recovering from that. So it's been uh, quite an adventurous year. It's never a dull moment, Justin. With you. <laughs> no, not with me. No, I, I definitely, uh, I keep it, keep it awesome. For sure. So, um, so I'll jump into my, my third one here. So talk about, you know, plantar uh, fasciitis. So um, that's, you know, in your arches, it's pretty, it's pretty common in, in runners. Um, and, and it was, you know, I've been running for many years, but 
it was over time, right? It was kind of a slow progression to where he kind of a little aches and pains. And it was, man, what is going on? The arches are tight, sore, they're not feeling right. And then it was affecting like my calves were getting tight, you know, quads just kind of into hips, right? It was just things were just not, not right. And it's what I've learned is it, it all starts with your feet, right? Um, so is what I, so what I did when I, I didn't have maybe full blown plantar fasciitis, but I was going, you know, to PT as well. They gave me a bunch of stretches as strength training exercises, but, but beyond that, I know we've shown this on a previous episode, but I was using this, this is the trigger points, the foot massage roller, right? So you massage your arch right here. You can massage both at the same time. And they said it's a little harder, but it really digs in. So I started using this and that was just reading, you know, online. Um, you know, finding this guy and it's so easy to do for a few minutes, you know, every day or every other day, just while you're sitting, right. You, you can do it pretty much anywhere. So this was huge along with, let me grab it down here. I'm, I'm standing out right now. So this is, I've actually never like seen that. That's new a rocks, a rocks bat. Okay. So it's got all different kind of levels there of bumps. Yeah. So it kind of simulates, you know, like river rock, right? Okay. So. You put it down, you know, on your desk and it's like a foot massager too. So you just kind of massage your feet on it and it has been totally awesome, man. And, and, uh, so, so I've been using those two, but then also along with kind of the minimalist, um, shoes to simulate barefoot, you know, walking and running. And so is what had happened over the years, having like motion stability, you know, running shoes that, um, you know, where the heels elevated or really thick, you know, heel, um, you know, I'm not going to go into brands and all that right now, but different, different insoles that are supposed to help stabilize your foot is what they end up doing. At least, at least in my case was actually, you know, making your foot, you know, weaker, your arch weaker, because they're just, it's always there. So now your, your foot can't flex as it's normally as it's designed to do, right. It's designed to be your, your suspension, right. System. So when you're running, um, you know, we, we were as humans, right? <laughs> Running barefoot and in, you know, moccasins, right. And kind of minimal sandals for thousands and thousands of years. Right. And, uh, with all these cushioned, you know, running shoes and those too, um, and, and, and insoles, it just, you know, keeps your feet locked in, but then you can't, you can't flex, right. Your, your, your arches as much as you need to. So when I transitioned to that, this is at least two years ago man, my feet feel amazing. So much stronger. I use like these balance blocks to the slack block. I think we, we talked about before too. And, uh, between all that and, and just walking as barefoot as much as possible. And then in like a minimalist, you know, or like a minimalist sandal or, you know, type of shoe, um, it's done absolute wonders, right, for me. So, so there you go. So that's my third. Yes. Yeah, that's a great one. Yes. Because that's something that uh, I actually yeah. have never yeah. suffered from, uh, luckily enough. I don't know why, but uh, I do. The stretching, though, does make a difference, and especially using that stuff, even when you don't have it, really helps. So I, I highly recommend yep. that. So I was going to talk to it'll you. It'll help prevent it, right? Oh, absolutely. Um, Foot massage. So I was going to tell you guys that I've broken over 20 bones in my body, but uh, I decided after hearing some of these stories, I'm going to tell you something that's, uh, you know, even crazier. So uh, in 2009, uh, I went to, or 2008, sorry, I went to Hawaii with the, it was Kelly and I and a couple other friends. We went to Hawaii and I'm a huge surfer. So we were surfing, having a great time and we went scuba diving one day. We went down 
And if you've ever scuba dived, I just wasn't able to equalize. And so like I had a lot of pressure in my face and I was like, I got to come back up. So I come back up and it was like just cascading blood out of the right side of my face. I mean, it was just. Oh, I think I've heard it. Yeah. Oh. It was like the most terrifying thing ever. Oh. And of course, everyone's like, oh, it happens oh. to me all the time. I'm like, what? what? <laughs> blood gushing in their face all the time. And it was such right. a cool day because we ended up seeing all these sea turtles. And I actually ended up when I was ascending, I ran into one. And I will tell you, it hurts like a mother. Those shells are hard. So yeah. I'm not sure how tiger sharks bite into it, but whatever. So anyways, I get to the top and they're like, let's go. It was a three dive trip. This was on my second one. So I'm like, no, I'm not going to go anymore. They're like, are you sure? I'm like, yeah. So, you know, everything's fine, but I'm just, I just, I just don't feel right. And it's still bleeding and stuff like that. So years and years later, like almost 10 years later, I finally go to a doctor and I'm like, look, you know, I keep getting sinus infections and I'm not really sure why they do a CT scan and they realize that the sinuses on my right side have sealed shut like not just sealed shut they filled with so much fluid that they're swollen and, and they're incredibly infected oh. so anyways i had to have surgery to get this all taken care of a couple of years ago and it was probably one of the most painful things i've ever done in my life however um i got it all cleaned out i got a ct scan actually earlier this year just to make sure to follow up and everything is great and i will tell you that it is one of the like craziest things ever that like I went 10 years, totally fine. And I was fine. Like, you know what? Let me just go check this out. Cause there's something seems to be off. And they're like, I've been doing this. Like the lady that did it for me had been doing it for 30 years and had never, she'd seen it in textbooks. She goes, I never had seen anyone that actually had this. And so the operation was supposed to take like two hours. It took like three and a half. And she said that when she opened it, Whoa. it smelled so bad. It was so infected that oh. she puked in her mask. Oh, oh no. <laughs> That's how bad it was. Oh so my gosh. I, I see Lisa in the background. You guys got to go. So we're going to wrap up here. But on that note, I want to say thank you so much for listening. I hope you had fun today because it's great for us to talk about personal injuries. It's fun. Don't worry. We're going to do many more of these. Uh, Jeff, thank you so much. And thanks to our audience.